you have any belief that you stand a chance to win this nomination, let alone the presidency? Most of the people that are in elective office in Washington, D.C. have held public office before. How's that working for you? Herman Cain, Solutions for a Better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. I didn't win the Powerball, so I'm still working. We're going to bring you the facts on the Herman Cain Show and give you the truth because we want you to be better informed to help make this a better America. Breaking news. Breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Is this my best friend, best buddy, best brother from another mother, Jamie Dupree? How you doing, Herman? Did you we, win the Powerball? Uh, no, I did stop. It was funny. I oh. went, to, uh, <laughs> went to a Ted Cruz event last night out in the sticks outside oh, of Charleston. Okay. And one of my colleagues, Jerry Bodelander of AP Radio, <laughs> said to me, oh, yeah, I stopped. Did you see that gas station about five miles down the road? And I said, oh, you mean the one that where the price of gas was one fifty six nine? Yeah. He said, yeah, that one. There was no line for Powerball. So I decided, yeah, I'd stop there on the way back. <laughs> to I get wanted gasoline. To counsel, I wanted to counsel some of the people that maybe they shouldn't be investing their hard-earned cash in uh, the Powerball tickets. But yeah. it didn't work out. I'm still here at work. Herman, well, so. that's, well. But I, I had still, to take I, a, I, I still meant, buy a ticket. I know? still meant all those compliments when I start, <laughs> well, you know, brought you on there. But just in case you had won, best buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Send you a check, exactly. Put you on per, uh, permanent retainer, exactly. Good to talk to you, Jamie. I am here in the Media Filing Center, a very nice one, actually, that uh, the Republicans and Google has put together for tonight's debate that will be on the Fox Business Network. Not like the other one? Uh, you know, this is probably <laughs> the nicest place yet that we've had in Good. terms of the Media Center. Uh, and, and, you know, all the uh, all the equipment that we need to do our job is here, unlike some of the other places where we've had to sort of uh, push on people to get us the feed of the audio and more. So maybe they're they're finally figuring this out as we get down uh, to just uh, two and a half weeks to Iowa. This debate tonight will obviously be a little different. There'll only be seven Republicans on the main debate stage, not nine, ten, or eleven as we've had before. Uh, as we've talked about, Rand Paul is still aggravated that he was not chosen for the main stage, so he will not be here tonight and will not be on the undercard. So. That's that will only have three people, just Carly Fiorina, Rick Santorum, and Mike Huckabee will be the only ones on the stage for that one. Donald Trump front and center again as the leader. He'll be next to Ted Cruz. Cruz last night, I went out and, and caught his, uh, his stop here in South Carolina, and it was interesting because, you know, he had a couple hundred people. It was nothing like Donald Trump's event last night in Florida where there were thousands of people. But talking to the Cruz people and listening to Cruz Herman, it seems like I think what they're sort of solidifying around is this idea. They, they feel like that as people start to tune in more to this race, they understand that Trump's personality has dominated. But they think that on the issues, they believe they can uh, portray Ted Cruz as somebody who is a, a real conservative, a proven conservative, to use his word last night on the stump in that speech, and, and make the argument to the Trump people that, uh, look, this guy has a track record that maybe Trump does not. Now, uh, from people I interviewed yesterday, some interesting endorsements for Cruz. The former state attorney general of South Carolina, a guy named Charlie Condon, who has been involved in a number of races here for president in South Carolina, has gotten on board with Cruz, and that means I'm sure there are others sort of uh, in that more conservative wing of the party who are ready to jump on board as well. Condon's been around through a number of things and lends some experience, uh, and certainly in, in terms of people and more. So the, the Cruz people, to me, seemed very optimistic that by the time we're back here in one month, that they can turn things around on Donald Trump in the Palmetto State. In other words, they're going to continue to try and uh, bring his numbers down 
like some of the others are doing. Well, maybe, you know, sort of not by attacking him. I, I don't get the sense. It was funny, Herman, that you mentioned that because the, t- the first two people I interviewed last night, one was a very nice woman named Mary Pearson, who was the, the treasurer of Dorchester County in South Carolina. And she, when I asked her about Trump, and when I asked the, the former state attorney general, Charlie Condon, about Trump, both of them did the same thing independently of each other. They were both about to say something like, I don't think Trump is conservative enough or a real conservative. They both stopped themselves. And it was almost like somebody had told them, don't go negative, don't go negative. And they <laughs> restarted their brain and they said, no, let me just say it this way. I think Ted, Ted Cruz is a, is a real conservative. He's got a track record. And it was really interesting to watch the two of them independently of each other in their interviews do that. And I think that's what they're looking at is to, is to be positive with Trump with uh, with Cruz and not be negative on Trump but you know uh, as we get into this they'll be next to each other and of course um, Trump has not let up on the birther stuff with Cruz maybe that comes up tonight maybe we finally find that um, uh, that those two go at it tonight on the stage it'll be interesting and um, I know all of the pre debate media has been focusing on who attacked who who said this about who and on and on so I look forward to substantive questions now you tweeted out a picture of this media room. Yes. It looks kind of like a sports book. Am I wrong? <laughs> it, it could be a sports book with all these, what are uh, these TVs screens, here. What are these screens with these the little lines on showing Google Trends. Oh, uh, like okay. right in front of me, it says minute-by-minute minute candidate search interest. And it goes really? okay. it's now Google showing trends. Uh, like the top issues in New Hampshire that are being ser- searched on Google. Oh, okay. Uh, number one is taxes. Number two is guns. Number three is education, immigration, and then health care. And then it, it'll, it'll, the screen will move and it'll show you which person is being searched the most in what states and things like that. So oh, using some of their analytics from all the Google searches that are being done, it's sort of an interesting little thing. Yeah. Now who but prov- it, it does look like a sports book, who, yes. Who provided this room with that caliber of equipment? Well, that's why all. Google has uh, got its name all over the place. Because it's uh, obviously put some money into this and, and one of the sponsors. And sometimes we've had some debates, for example, that have been sponsored by Facebook uh, right. Google's been in on some of them. So, yeah, there's a, you know, not only uh, are they getting their name out there, obviously, but doing a little advertising as well. Now, you're going to be live online tonight yep. during the debate. Is that right? Yeah, and we'll be doing a little uh, pregame show with you, I think, is what I've been told. You might even pop in for a few minutes. and Oh, okay. Uh, that, that one. That one, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, there's also today, just a few minutes ago, I tweeted this out as well. Jeb Bush has just released a new ad that really goes after Donald Trump. Remember the dust-up a few weeks back when Trump sort of seemed to make fun of that New York Times reporter who has yeah. a disability? Yeah. Well, uh, Jeb has used that and to launch an attack on Trump and to say that's you know not something that you know, somebody who does that should not be president. He says Donald Trump is a jerk. You can watch that. I've got the link on it. Uh, you know, this tells me we had earlier in the week that the, the Bush super PAC going after Rubio. Now the Bush camp themselves going after Trump. Uh, it's sort of interesting that they're doing it separately. That tells me that, uh, you know, they're trying their best to, A, knock down Trump, and B, knock down Rubio to get themselves back in the uh, in the discussion. In talking with people from South Carolina about Jeb Bush and talking with people who were on board with George W. Bush and George Herbert Walker Bush before, there's just a lot of head-scratching here still about why Jeb has, you know, just floundered and uh, no evidence at this point in time of any type of surge here. The only state where Jeb Bush is doing well is New Hampshire, and he's in that sort of mix along with uh, John Kasich and Chris Christie, all trying to sort of get up there and finish second behind Trump in New Hampshire. And right now there is Marco Rubio. But they have all spent a bunch of money there. Yep, and they haven't. Re- I mean, they're doing better. I mean, that's the reason they're on yeah. the main stage tonight. Sure. The, the, the only reason that Chris Christie, 
John Kasich and Jeb Bush are on the main stage. Right. Are there numbers in New Hampshire? And again, I would sort of downplay the national poll numbers now. Pay attention to the state numbers. And you can see the difference in Iowa versus New Hampshire. In Iowa, nobody other than Rubio has been able to really get consistently into double digits in Iowa. Uh, there's, no, uh, there's no momentum there for Jeb. There's no momentum there for Christie. There's no momentum there for Kasich. And you know, I think that will really, if, if it stays like this and Rubio finishes a strong third in Iowa, that helps him to try to survive past New Hampshire. And the New Hampshire primary is uh, the ninth, the February the ninth. Let's all repeat, uh, so you can rattle it off and amaze <laughs> your friends. Iowa is the first, yes. and it's on February first. Yes, and then that's a Monday, and then the ninth, eight days later, is New Hampshire. Right, and then South Carolina is weird. South Carolina does a double primary. They have the Republican primary on Saturday, February the twentieth, and the Democratic primary is the next Saturday, February twenty seventh. So very odd. You won't have both parties here at the same time. Then after the 20th, Nevada is the 23rd for the Republicans, and then we get to March 1st and what's known as the SEC primary, even though there are a lot of states that are outside of the South. Exactly. Now, what's been your reaction to the Nikki Haley dust-up by some conservatives? I'm sure you've heard something about that stuff. Yeah, look, I think that, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where Haley obviously wanted to send a message, and it was not well received by some. Uh, in the party, and that's understandable. Look, I mean, you know, I, I think there's there's a lot of people who are who are, uh, who are still fighting over you know where you go within the Republican Party and more, and you know it's sort of the the friction that we've seen between what you would call loosely the establishment and loosely the you know sort of Tea Party or Trump type of forces out there. Obviously, Haley wanted to send a message, and you know when we get back here in one month. Uh, this will be partly a battle between Trump and the establishment. Uh, even the Cruz people admit to me right now that in South Carolina they think Trump is winning, and, and the polls do show it. But, you know, South Carolina is interesting because it has been a state that usually provides the winner who uh, goes on to become the nominee. The only time that has not happened in the past 40 years or so is last time. Newt Gingrich won here and obviously did not become the Republican nominee. Right. Interesting. Well, it's going to be it's going to be interesting during the debates tonight. Well, uh, I'd, like, I'd say this, Harmon. Not only should we watch Trump and Cruz, we should watch people going after Rubio, yeah. and we should also watch other people going after Cruz. I still don't believe that Trump is going to be the uh, you know the recipient of most of the jabs. I think, they'll, uh, for example, Rubio is standing next to Christie. Those two have been sort of flashing elbows for a couple of weeks long distance, and I think Rubio will be ready for that, and Christie will be ready as well. Kasich, uh, you know, he's tried to be very, he tried to go after Trump big in a few debates. It didn't work. Then he ratcheted back down. That didn't really work. Uh, I think he knows that he's, he's got to do something. I mean, that's the thing. Can yeah. you find that magic moment? And for some people, when they're watching, it looks manufactured. It looks forced. Now, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Now, and w when it looks forced, it just doesn't help you. And, and, and sometimes sometimes you just don't get that break. You don't get the right question. You don't get the best opportunity. And it just doesn't work out. And, and that may be the truth for some of these people who are just sort of holding on to the main stage right now. Speaking of break, do you think tonight is make a break for any of the candidates? I don't really. Um, but look, if you're going to get some momentum going, there's only two debates this month. There's one today and then two weeks from today in Des Moines. And by then it might be too late. So I guess you could argue that if you're going to do something big, you got to do it tonight.
Going to be interesting, Jamie. Thanks a lot. All right, Herman. See you tomorrow, buddy. Yep. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. <laughs> 